You're listening to Crush Performance, your weekly source for sport performance and athletic development information. Get the Crush blogs, podcasts, and performance links at crushperformance.com. Now, here he is, the Crusher. Over the years, our paths crisscross, weave, and intersect with all kinds of people. Some of these people we really connect with, and they turn out to be very special people within our lives. Today, we kick off Crush 2024 with one of those people, Mr. Jim Fannin. Jim is one of those very special people to me, and I know from all of the feedback over the years, he's special to you as well, to all the crushers out there who have listened to and learned from Jim right here on the show. Jim's first time on Crush Performance dates way back to 2008, and Jim's been our first guest on the show each and every year since 2014. This would have been our 10th anniversary of kicking off the new year with Jim Fannin, had we not been disrupted by COVID. So, this is our ninth consecutive year of having the Coach of Champions, Jim Fannin, on as our first guest, and for good reason. Personally, I like the new year as a time to review, reflect, refocus, and plan. Seriously plan. There are strategies for doing all of this, and when you get it right, it can be game-changing. I first met Jim Fannin way back in the late 1990s when I was the strength and conditioning coach for the Toronto Blue Jays. Jim was working with two of my all-time favorite players, Carlos Delgado and Jose Cruz Jr. One day, they told me about the work they were doing with Jim, and I knew I had to meet him and find out more. This is where our paths first crossed, and I immediately knew there was something special going on there, and I knew I needed to find out more. The great thing about really great people, they truly do want to help the people around them. The first time I spoke with Jim, I knew his knowledge was next level, and even more important, he was 100% willing to share and teach and mentor with no strings attached. He truly just wanted to help people get better. Well, I can tell you this, he has done that in spades. For 50 years, he's helped people reach their pinnacle of success in sport, business, and life. And to help us kick off and kick ass in 2024, I am so happy to once again introduce the number one coach of champions, my friend and crush hall of famer, Mr. Jim Fannin. All right, everybody, we are joined now with Crush Hall of Famer, Mr. Jim Fannin, the Zone Coach. Jim, Happy New Year. Welcome back to Crush Performance. By the way, this would have been our 10th year in a row that you would have been our first gift, our guest had we not had the disruption with COVID and the shutting down of our radio station. But we're back. Here's our ninth year in a row as we kick off the new year with Jim Fannin. Well, uh, hello, everyone. Uh, I, man, I'm excited. Thanks for having me back. I did not know uh, or I was not aware that I've done that many shows. And thank you for being on the Hall of Fame. Uh, I'm in the Hall of uh, <laughs> Crush Performance. You are. You <laughs> Where's are. my plaque? I need a plaque. Oh, my goodness. Hey, I'm going to make I'm going to start making plaques. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Because you certainly are a Crush Hall of Famer, Jim. And I'm going to tell you this, and on a serious note, um, the things you've shared with us and our in our audience and the things we've learned from your experiences and your time in the business, I'm telling you what, you've impacted lives through our show. And I know that for a fact because we get tremendous feedback. But 
what people don't understand is you and I met way, way back in the early 2000s, maybe even the late uh, um, uh, 90s uh, when I was with the Blue Jays and you were working with some of our players. And that's when my mind started really getting recalibrated when it comes to performance. Because, Jim, my world was the physical side, but it was uh, uh, relationships with people like you that really, really brought me into full circle of what this human performance thing is all about. And again, the, con the, the conversation continues. Well, I, I, I met you when I was coaching the, the great Carlos Delgado, one of the top professionals that I'd coached of all the pros. And, and then the other one uh, who also on that team was Jose Cruz Jr. Still coaching Jose Cruz Jr. He's the head coach of Weiss baseball. So we're coaching the entire baseball team. Uh, and now I'm coaching their kids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm coaching Jose Cruz kids. So yes, uh, I met you, I believe it was in the late 1990s, 1998, 90, 99, or, or definitely 2000, 2001. It's been a long time, but still having fun, still uh, uh, hitting on all cylinders. And I have to make an announcement. By this year yeah. is the 50th anniversary of the score system. My proprietary thought management system uh, that is in every one of my books, every one of my talks, all of my coaching, and 50th anniversary, uh, when my, my wife, uh, a couple of months, she goes, you're aware of 50th anniversary, that's a half century. When she told me a half century, I thought, I need a nap. <laughs> I need to lay down and take a nap. When someone starts talking a half century, it's like, oh my goodness, that can't be me. Right. But uh, I've been doing this a long time. Oh, no. And hey, one of the first episodes, and I should, I'm going to go back and get excerpts from this, but one of the first conversations we had on Crush Performance Radio was about the score system, Jim. And it is self-discipline, concentration, optimism, relaxation, and enjoyment. Hey, let's just recap that for our audience. We have tons of new listeners here uh, and some people who heard you the very first time you were on the show. But why don't we recap that? Because, Jim, it's a game changer. Once people start understanding it and embracing it, it's a game changer, uh, not just for professional performance, but for life performance? Well, it, it, it's it's something that's been an anchor and, and it is worth me uh, definitely talking about. In 1974, uh, Jeff, 1975, uh, 50 years ago, I did a research project at Ohio State with 250 children aged 4 to 8 years old. And the whole point of that uh, for me, uh, I funded it with, with my money. I hired three PhDs at Ohio State. And during that 18-month research, uh, the, the project was how to maximize super learning in children. That was, and I wrote a book on that that was published by Doubleday in 79. But here's what I discovered. A lot of people think I created the SCORE system. I discovered it. And the discovery was this. Everybody listening has a higher low level of self-discipline. They're really the only true form of discipline. And when you're really locked in with a commitment to well-defined tasks that lead to well-defined, uh, achievable, measurable goals that take you to a vision someplace in the future of where you want to be, when you're at your highest discipline, you have cortisol running through your bloodstream. 
And cortisol gets you up off the couch, gets you moving, gets you locked in on where you want to go. It's a stressor chemical. Now, what I also learned is you can have too much of it. Now you're anal. You can have too little of it. Uh, now you're lazy. You know, and now, now you're not disciplined. Now you're out of control. So self-discipline was the first thing that I realized that the peak performers, the world champions, no one had to tell them what to do. They're getting up on their own. They're going to bed on their own. Uh, the real world champions, they're in control of their thoughts the best they can be. The second marker we discovered uh, in this research was the ability to focus and concentrate. Jeff, unfortunately, in the last 20 years, uh, we used to be able to hold, on average, a thought for 20, 22 seconds. Today, it's under six seconds. Uh, well, I, I'm not against TikTok and LinkedIn and Facebook and everything, but it hasn't been our friend in terms of concentration. So when you're fully focused, you have glycogen and oxytocin in the bloodstream, and it narrows your focus. So I'm not just focused, I'm narrowly focused. A golfer, for example, is not just hitting the ball in, into the middle of the fairway. He's aiming for a hula hoop-sized target in the middle of the fairway. Well, that's true in your own life. Every day you need to have uh, some goals that you're after, one, two, or three. You, you, you need less, not more. Uh, but how's your concentration, everybody? And then people ask me, well, why is concentration second in the score system? Self-discipline, S is first. Well, it's second for a reason because you have to have a place to send your energy. Ah. And where do you send it? Well-defined targets, a blueprint. And, of course, self-discipline is where you have a blueprint of what you want to do, how you want to uh, how your relationships are going to be, a blueprint of your marriage, a blueprint on how you, you and your wife, you and your significant other are going to raise your kids. So self-discipline, concentration, uh, those are the two letters on the left side of score. That gives you purpose. That gives you commitment. And uh, most people lack that. The champion does not. Now, right in the very center of the word score, S-C-O, R-E-O is optimism. Well, optimism is a broad brush in the score system. It, it governs your confidence, your belief in yourself. It governs your expectancy, uh, your sense of knowing. It's also your trust. You trust that what you have is enough. You trust your gut, your intuition. So optimism is at the center of the word score, but Let's face it, Jeff, it's the center of your entire life. Uh, it's your, uh, it's going to give you that sense of well-being, that optimistic viewpoint. And if you get knocked down a peg and uh, you fail, that optimism level has got to raise you back up. Now, when you have high optimism, what happens? Flow into the bloodstream. Here comes some endorphins, and that's a natural chemical made by our own brain that gives us a feeling nothing can go wrong. So what's not to like about optimism? But we all have a challenge with that, especially if we're high achievers and we're climbing, you know, Mount Everest. But there's two other markers that I'm seeing missing, uh, in, and this is globally. 
The two other letters are R and E. R is for relaxation. And, and Jeff, the average person is probably breathing right now, listening, 15 to 17 breaths per minute. And if you get a little anxious, you start to worry, your breathing per minute starts to slowly creep up. You go past 20 breaths a minute, you get stressed out. Now comes impatience, frustration, jealousy. Anger's right around the corner. It's not the first emotion, but this impatience, frustration, a little bit of anxiety will eventually turn into fear. Uh, the best in the world are breathing under 10 breaths a minute, most in the six to eight breath per minute. Now that's polar opposite of the average person in the world. So if you're worried, you're anxious, the first thing I, I would have you do if I'm coaching you, I'm going to send you a text every hour for you to unhinge your jaw and lower your breathing. That's something we can all control. If, Jeff, you started yelling at me for whatever reason, you're screaming, Jim, you're wrong, I can react by increasing my breathing. Now I'm probably going to be irrational. I may yell back at you. Well, that's not going to help the situation. So you want to be a palm tree in life's hurricane by lowering your breathing. Relaxation is a big deal. And the chemical, when you're relaxed under 10 breaths, serotonin goes into your bloodstream. Now, I've got one more letter, the very last letter in the word SCORE, S-C-O-R-E. E's last for a reason. It's the end product of what it's all about. E stands for enjoyment. Enjoy the journey. Enjoy the climb up the mountain. Enjoy the challenges that don't always suit you. You know, I, I may have a challenge today that, man, I didn't anticipate last night and it hit me in the face, I've got to enjoy the challenges. Challenges are part of climbing any uh, uh, mountain of uh, peak performance. You're going to be challenged. So when you have a high enjoyment for what you do, that doesn't mean you're laughing all the time. You may have a serious game face, but you love it. Uh, dopamine, adrenaline flow into the bloodstream. So I'm going to give you a quick chemical lesson. Cortisol, glycogen, oxytocin, endorphins, serotonin, dopamine, little dash of adrenaline. All those chemicals naturally made by your body, my body, everybody listening, your body, when they all flow at the same time in a high level, a phenomenon occurs. A peak performance mindset that I've called the zone for 50 years. And when that happens, your eyes can double, triple shutter speed. What does that do? Slows everything down. A hockey player can look for an avenue of attack, and it slows it down. The game, you can be double team. You could split the double team, and you can't believe you did it. A football player, a halfback, a running back, can go through the line. And watch the film and go, I can't believe I got through that tiny hole. But it seems so big at the time. That's because you're in a zone state where everything slowed down. 
When you're also in the zone state, your jaw is always unhinged. You can't be in the zone unless your jaw is unhinged. Your breathing is definitely under 10 breaths a minute. What else happens in the zone state? Your intuition gets out of the back seat and starts driving your car. You actually have less thoughts consciously. You have very little judgment. You have no victim feelings or thoughts at all when you're in a zone state. You're not a victim of any circumstance or condition. You're locked in the present tense, and it's all your faculties, physically, mentally, they're going to rise to the surface. Intuition is real-time information that conscious minds do not possess. So the zone, I am the zone coach, our company, Zone Coach Consulting. I hire zone coach trainers. We're here to help individuals, teams, business, life, sports, attract the zone state. And we have the only proven proprietary federally registered program to attract the zone. And this is the 50th anniversary of the score system. And the other thing I've realized, we have 8 billion people on this planet, Jeff. All of us have a score level. Your team, hockey team, the whole team has a score level, and it's only as strong as the weakest link. A lineup in baseball, you got nine guys, nine hitters. The key in hitting is to move the line. Well, if one guy's negative hitting the bat against the water cooler, that's a negative. His score level will be the rotten apple that spoils the whole barrel. So what's the message 2024? Think about what you think about. Be aware of your thoughts. Because being aware of your thoughts, you'll be aware. Are you disciplined? Are you focused? Is your energy on you? Is it backed up like a toilet, hiding in your muscles? Are you sending energy away from you? Are you walking around with your head up? Or do you have your head down? That's a sign of low optimism. Are you biting your fingernails? Are you pacing? Are your eyes darting? Well, that's a sign of low relaxation. And are you enjoying what you're doing? Well, I I can tell if you're smiling or not, whether you're loving something. So whether you believe in score or not, all these markers are readable by other people. And, and, And the young kids don't get it. I can't believe my mom doesn't know anything about hockey. She might not know one thing about hockey, but I'll tell you what she does know. She knows your body language. She's the world master on your body language, and she knows when you're not confident. She knows when you're stressed, and she can pick up your vibe. And if mom can pick it up, so can everybody else, especially the opposition. So you better listen to your mother. And I think that's why uh, athletes say, hi, mom. Mom's got her finger on the pulse <laughs> of what her kids are thinking. Mama Bear knows what's going on. Oh. I, I'm a mama's boy uh, advocate, and I would always say, hi, mom. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a big mama's boy. My mom passed away here a couple uh, years ago, just towards the end of COVID. And uh, what a massive hole. But boy, oh boy, I think back, uh, nobody knew me better than she did. She could tell by just the first two or three seconds on the phone uh, what state I was in. Isn't it incredible? 
she, your mother was an expert at reading your score level, though she couldn't quantify those, you know, S-C-O-R-E components. But she always knew. My, my mother always knew. Right. I, I could call her from Australia and she goes, what's wrong? I go, my, everything's great. She goes, baby, what's wrong? <laughs> my, everything's great. What's wrong? Well, I, I broke up with my girlfriend. And she always, how did she know that? And she would say, a little bird told me. And I'm like, man, I'd like to shoot that bird in my BB gun. <laughs> why, 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 does mama, why does she always know? But she really does. And I, 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 we've got a free gift for all your uh, listening audience, Jeff. If you go to zonecoach.com, there's a free ebook, uh, which is a, uh, a an ebook on the score system. And, and it's a download. It's free, zonecoach.com. You can get it. Uh, and if you want to know more about score, check out the Zone Coach uh, show. It's a podcast. It's also a Monday through Friday live show uh, uh, every day. It's at uh, 11.30 Calgary time, and it's at 12.30 Chicago time. Uh, and it's Monday through Friday. It's about 15, 20 minutes, and it's all about the zone. I love it. Zonecoach.com, Jim. Just fantastic stuff. You know, I just want to go back to a couple of things on your on your uh, discussion in the score system here because – it's really recalibrated how I even talk to my athletes. But most importantly, you know, isn't it funny over the course of a career, Jim, how um, you evolve? So I was reflecting back on my career. Of course, you know about my ups and downs here the last few years with my back surgery, heart attack and all that stuff. And I, I didn't I, I went back to one of our early conversations and I'm going to find this little sound bit. You said, OK, here's what you do. You you look back to learn and then you bury it in the backyard like a bone, like a dog would bury a bone. Those were almost your exact words. Very, very close. You look forward to plan, but stay in the moment, man. So that's kind of what I was doing here as I was regrouping for 2024. And I was thinking back, you know, when I first met you in the late 90s, I was so in love with my job and helping these top performers performers perform even better and my job was physical readiness but after talking to you and, and I took psychology I took every single psychology class I could in university but they wouldn't let me take any more if I wasn't in the actual psychology uh, faculty so I took everything so I was always fascinated by it but I quickly learned that the physical side, it's really easy, Jim, faster, higher, stronger, more powerful. We can do that stuff. But that stuff is so downstream to mindset, attitude, and this freaking word you use, optimism. And what I want to just get right now to talk about is, as you're saying all this, I don't think people realize how, how much control they have over these things. But it does take practice just like a skill. Would that be fair to say? Self-awareness really needs to be the key of 2024. You need to be totally aware of your thoughts. The best in the world, Jeff, only go into the future in their thinking to plan, strategize, come up with tactics, and to picture and visualize what you want to occur. The best in the world like you just said, they only go into the past for analysis, assessment, uh, evaluation, learning. Or maybe you and I can have a belly laugh about something that happened when you, you and I were with the Blue Jays. Uh, otherwise, you're in the moment. Now, when I got in 
to this business uh, peak performance on the mental side, I was very aware, and this has happened the majority of the 50 years, even now, most of us around the world, 8 billion of us, we spend about 80% of our waking thoughts on either the future and the past with the vast majority of that 80% in the past. And of course, that's where worry resides. You cannot worry unless you go into the past, have a negative replay, put some little imagination projected into the future and go, oh my gosh, this is going to happen. This is going to be horrible. I'm worried. Now, the world champions flip that. They spend only 20% in the future in the past. They design a blueprint. They come up with a plan. They'll go back and evaluate for learning purposes. But they're spending 80% of their waking hours in the moment. Most on this listening right now, you got to ask yourself, where am I? Where am I in this spectrum? Am I spending more time in the past? That's where drama resides. Oh my God, you can't believe what Betty did. She did that. That's just drama. Are you there? Are you a judge? Are you a victim of what you're doing? The world champion doesn't go there. They're not a victim. They're not a judge. They're a champion. They're, they're just doing their thing. So, uh, this year, I want everybody to really think about what you think about. You know, at least once a week, do a mental inventory of your thoughts. And if you think those thoughts are encased in your mind and no one else knows them, you're wrong. I'd love to see a printout of all the listeners' thoughts. And I'm asking the listeners right now, if you did have a printout of every thought you had the time you woke up, by the time you got on this podcast, would you let everybody see that printout? I mean, some people might be arrested, for goodness sake. <laughs> I mean, think about it. Right. But every, every thought you have is being broadcast with body language, intuitive vibes. We leave our emotion out on our sleeves. So you, you think you're in the privacy of your thoughts? You're not. You're readable. Right. You're readable, and your mom is the master reader, but don't think other people can't read as well. Your opponents can read. And if they believe you're off track, your opponents think that you're uh, not locked in, it relaxes the opponent and gets them to play better. But if you're locked in the moment and you're present, you send that vibe out, that causes the opposition to T-R-Y. Try too hard. Mm. They try against you. And T-R-Y is one of my favorite words. To ruin yourself. The best in the world look like they're not trying. There's no physical conflict of forcing anything. They're fluid. They're easy. But they can only perform like that physically because they're calm mentally. Think about what you think about everybody in 2024, and you're going to be on your pathway to peak performance. Oh, I love it, Jim. And that optimism you talk about, right? 
that can get dimmed by the day's events or, you know, a bad competition or a bad outing. How we deal with it, you said it early in the conversation here, how we respond to that stuff is really, really the key. But man, I've been accused of being perpetually optimistic. <laughs> and I don't know if that's yeah, a me, good thing. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me, me too. Yeah. And, and, and I have no intentions of changing uh, just because, man, there's so much we still need to do. But that optimism, we have control over that, Jim. Hey, I want to ask you this as, as we head into the new year here. Um, does a lot of that depend on our goals and objectives and us actually being successful in what we're trying to do? Because I, I kind of like the new year. Personally, I like the new year as a marker of, uh, again, looking back to learn, but understanding where we're going, recalibrating where we're going maybe, but, but making sure we're in the moment, we're in the right place to move forward with purpose. And those goals and objectives are so, so important. They have to influence how we operate on a day-to-day -day basis, I would think. Yeah, and you, you know, we always want to reinvent ourselves on January 1. I'm saying you can re reinvent yourself on July 1 or August 1. Right. You can do that anytime you want. My my advice is have less goals, but make them real. Right. And make them measurable. Without a timeline, uh, it could just be wishful thinking. Hey, I, I, I'd like to give a tool to everyone. It's a simple tool. I call it the light switch. If you're driving in your car, uh, <laughs> you may or may not want to do this. Uh, it's better with your eyes shut. But So don't do that if you're driving. But right now, I, I want everyone listening, uh, if you can, put both feet on the, uh, on the floor, if you can, uh, kind of sit up straight. And think of something negative. Oh, my gosh. Jim Fannin actually told me to think of something negative. What kind of motivator is this guy? But I want you to think of something negative in your life. I want you to drop your head down to your chest and have that negative thought. Hold the negative thought. And like a light switch on the wall, raise your head well up above parallel. Keep the negative thought. Keep your eyes shut the whole time. Now drop your head back down to your chest, hold the negative thought, and now put your head back up, high, well above parallel, hold the negative thought. Jeff, I've done this for 50 years, the light switch tool to maybe a million some people in the audience. I've done one in Calgary in your arena there, uh, the big arena in Calgary. I did a presentation. I did the light switch in that arena. And what happens 75% report the following. When the head went up, that negative thought went away, or you had to reconstruct it, kind of reconjure it back up in your mind. But when you drop your head, that negative was robust, clear, and concise. So when you are an optimist and you reach a conflict, something that could cause you to drop your head, raise your head to it. I've got a lot of guys on the PGA tour. Uh, I've coached uh, 13 guys to win their first professional tournament, 13 and counting. If they hit a bad shot after that bad shot, they raise their head. That will keep them from replaying the bad shot, which keeps them into the past. And if you're in the past, you're not in the moment. And if you're not in the moment, you're not in a peak performance zone state. Use the tool called the light switch 
anytime negativity arises to your doorstep. Raise your chin to it. And mom's right. Keep your chin up, Jimmy. <laughs> Keep your chin up. And and she was right. She knew the light switch oh, man. decades before I, I, I had a tool called the light switch. Oh. Keep your head up. Listen, I as you were saying that, I was thinking those exact words. Chin up, Jeffrey. Chin up, Jeffrey Ray. <laughs> that is incredible. Oh man. Yeah, I, yeah mom, mom, mom's mom's mom, the world's greatest coach. That that's one of my I've written an article that probably should be a book. But uh, mom, world's greatest coach. Well, I'm excited for 2024. I, I hope everyone else is. Uh, but I think one of the key is I'd like for everybody to think less. In fact, the, the, the top performer, the world champion, they think 30 to 40% less quantity of thoughts. Mm. They think less. Well, what do they eliminate going into the past, going into a negative future in their mind? They think less, not more. And that's uh, most people today are overthinking everything. 73%, according to the American Psychological Association, 73% of all Americans, this was, this came out last year, I believe, have symptoms of chronic depression. Mm. How sad is that? Three out of four of us walking around, we see them in the mall, they're, they're in our homes, they're our family, they're in our schools, it could even be our teachers. Three out of four people that we meet every day have symptoms of chronic depression. And to put that in perspective, chronic, chronic depression is you don't want to get out of bed. You can't look people in the eye. You approach things with dread. Uh, you want to be in fetal position sucking your thumb with the blinds put down. It's a very debilitating uh, depression. And it is everywhere. So we need to be aware of these symptoms. And of course, Jeff, when we feel that we have a symptom of chronic depression, what do we do? Raise your head up. Love it. That'll keep you out of that negative path that puts you there to begin with. Uh, chin up, Jim. Chin up. Listen, I really, really appreciate this kickoff to 2024. There's so much more we could talk about and we will moving forward. You have some exciting things going on. Everybody head to zonecoach.com. Get that free ebook download and learn more about Jim's programs and the score system. I'm excited about this course you have coming out, Jim. I love the zone coach show. There's so much to learn there and I can't wait to uh, continue this conversation as we head into 2024. The crush main theme. Yeah, I just, I, I just wanted you to know though, the, the main theme every year we have a theme. We've gone through the brain game. We've gone through uh, organizational performance. Uh, we've had some uh, talent and talent ID, some really, really strong themes over the last couple of years, 2024. I just, felt like we're ready for it our conversation throughout this year is perception so we're going to be dedicating a show every month to this incredible concept of perception jim and what we talked about today is all about it right it really is it really is and, and uh, uh everything is possible obviously uh every great thing has a price but typically that price is not money it's a commitment of time and uh, that commitment, uh, not everybody's willing to pay. Uh, but uh, if you have an abnormal dream, 
Jeff, you got to think in an abnormal way. You can't think like you've been thinking and you can't think like the normal person. You're not going to reach an abnormal dream. And I know you've got listeners right now that put down a book that they wanted to write. They wanted to be a writer and now they're doing something else and they didn't give their all to that dream. If you've got something that you want to achieve, you you put it down, you've maybe given up, but it's still there. You still got a little passion. Don't give up on it. Do it. But nothing great happens without a blueprint. Have a blueprint. And then after you have the blueprint, keep your mindset positive in order to manifest the blueprint. And we got to keep life simple. And uh, being on this planet this year will be three quarters of a century. I can't even believe that I've been on this planet that long. And I've learned quite a bit. I've met some of the greatest people. And Jeff, you're one of them, quite frankly. I've met the best coaches in the world. And uh, uh, we just got to make everything more simple. We overcomplicate. We overtalk. We overthink. And that causes us to underperform. I want 2024 to be the best year in your life, Jeff, and definitely everybody listening. There's nothing we can't do if we put our mind to it. Thank you very much, Jim. And right back at you. That's why you're on the Crush Hall of Fame wall here. And I'm going to get you that plaque, mister. I promise. Wow, the Crush Hall of Fame. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Happy New Year, Canada. Happy New Year, world. Happy New Year, everybody. Definitely, Jeff. My best to you and your family. And uh, I'm looking forward to our next conversation. And I'm looking forward to having Crush on the Zone Coach Show. So check it out, everybody. Please subscribe. And uh, you can get me at YouTube. And the podcast is wherever you get a podcast. Love it. iHeart, Spotify. And uh, I appreciate it. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Jeff. Honestly, such a great conversation. Would you agree with me if I said everyone in your life should listen to this conversation with Jim? I've already sent the link to every single athlete, coach, and organization I work with, along with every member of my family. The ball is now officially in their court, whether they listen, whether they really listen, or whether they just slough it off, thinking they already know everything they need to know. You know that old saying, you can lead a horse to water, but I think this one's different. I think 2024 is going to be an exceptional year for a number of reasons, and I want everyone I know to have the very best chance at success. And I really do think this is the perfect start. So I'm actually going to follow up and nudge my athletes, the teams and organizations and the people in my life, not to just listen, but to really listen to this conversation, not because it's crushed performance. You guys know me better than that, but because there's not a single person that I can think of who won't benefit from this discussion in some way, shape or form. It's all about context and getting yourself into context. As we hit the new year, one of the biggest challenges we face is putting things into context and making sure that context lines up with everything we have going on in our lives, and more importantly, lined up with everything we hope to accomplish. You have to make sure that your plan is reasonable, that it's doable, and that it matches up with your reality. Remember, there are long-term goals and then shorter-term objectives you can identify. These are kind of like milestones you need to hit as you work towards your goal. And then you need the timelines. The timelines hold you accountable and they also give you a great baseline or foundation for making effective adjustments along the way. 
Ultimately, it's all about expectations and accountability. I can't tell you how important these things are, and it's very difficult to succeed and move forward without them. But it's also important to keep it all positioned properly. Let me explain. As soon as we commit to a goal or an objective, there's a responsibility that comes with it. Whether you tell people or keep it to yourself, as soon as you commit, there's responsibility. And that responsibility can be stressful if you let it be stressful. All of the things Jim talked about, uh, take the chemicals, for example, the adrenaline, the glycogen, the oxytocin, the cortisol, there are many others, but they're all part of our self-preservation system, the fight or flight response. And they're all very real, and what they do to us is very real. As soon as a situation gets stressful, these chemicals start to flow, and you can use this to fight your way to the top, or you can get caught in a rut, spinning your tires, and that can and it will wear you out. Everybody thinks that that zone, that special place of top performance is this calm, controlled state of performance. Nothing could be further from the truth. It is a state of absolute urgency and chaos. You want the fight or flight response going in full swing, but it has to be controlled. Maybe a controlled urgency. You can't let it overwhelm you and uh, allow you to make bad decisions, but you need to learn how to make it happen and then harness those powers to create an outcome. That's the zone. That's what Jim Fannin does so well for his clients, and that's what we try to do for all of our athletes as well. Take that stress, get control of it, and use it towards the goals and outcomes you're hoping for. It can be done. I've seen it firsthand. That's what Carlos Delgado and Jose Cruz Jr. were talking about when they first told me about Jim Fannin way, way back in the day. And we've only gotten smarter since then. So this performance zone that everybody talks about, it's not this calm, cool, collected uh, state you want to be in. It's a state of fight or flight, but it needs to be controlled. It needs to be a controlled state of urgency. You want all these stress hormones and chemicals flowing. You want this state of urgency, but you also want it under control. And to do that, you just have to keep things framed up properly with clear goals. Not too many, but clear and concise goals, along with clear and concise objectives or milestones or stepping stones. All the things you have lined up that you need to hit one after another to achieve your goal. This is a great way to start the journey to achieving whatever it is you're working to achieve. And here's the thing. When things don't go according to plan, and they rarely do, this allows you to make meaningful and effective adjustments. That's how you deal with adversity. This is how you use the fight or flight response to your advantage. Clear, concise, meaningful moves and adjustments. It doesn't mean your moves are going to work out. It only means that this is what you're going to attempt next. And when you execute your move, whether it works out or not, you learn from it and move forward just a little smarter than you were before. That's how it works. And the only way responsibility becomes stressful is if you let it. Have a plan. Execute that plan and how you respond to whatever happens will determine your next steps. When you get good at this, you become a force to be reckoned with and you have way more control over all this than you might think. So you have your plan, you've set your goals and objectives and your timelines. Now it's just a matter of understanding your expectations and then holding yourself accountable. On a side note, you can't be held accountable if there's no expectations and you can't achieve your greatness without them or with loose or soft expectations. So spend some time really nailing down what it is you're all about. 
Personally, I'm a big fan of dreaming big, but keep this all within the realms of your reality, your time, your resources, your experience, and then embrace the responsibility. It's an honor and a privilege to be given the responsibility of steering your ship into the future. And remember what Jim said, if you have an abnormal dream, you have to think in an abnormal way. You can't think like you've been thinking and you can't think like the normal person or you'll never reach that abnormal dream. It's just not possible. So 2024, here we come. Commit, go for it. And for the love of all things, be abnormal. Greatness is not normal, so go for it. Your job is to adjust, course correct, and keep moving forward, holding your chin high, just like mom always said. Who knew? Keeping your chin up is just like flicking the performance light switch when you think like an athlete. I'm Jeff Kershell. The Crush Performance Podcast is recorded right here in the Crush Studios. Our distribution partner is Radio Influence Digital Media. Website and educational material produced and directed by Debbie Kershell, Miss Crusher. Theme music, graphics, and video design by Noel Lexen at Nolexen Visual and Sound. If you get a chance, let me know what you think about this episode. Write me, jeff at crushperformance.com, and let me know if you shared this episode with the people you know and what they thought. I've sent it out to everybody I know because I want this to be the start of a great year for everybody. So drop me a line if you get a chance, and I'll talk to you next week right here on Crush Performance. <laughs>